This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to the family with. Mike Bryant, Tevin Pittman, and Andy Brant-Bernard. We'll be right back. Kick off hour two. A couple of great guests coming up this hour with the family. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care? It's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer. And get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. The man, I could dig it. That's all I'm saying. No bigger Marvin Gaye fan in the world than your boy here, I'll tell you. Flat out. Was this a Dan Barrero show? <laughs> Okay. What's that? Oh, does he play a lot of that? Oh uh, yeah, that's his. That's the song he uses for yep. his intro. He does. What's going on? Yep. What's going on is we got Libby on the phone. Not much. Now we're just talking about Marvin Gaye, one of the greatest albums of all time. What's going on mm-hmm. by Marvin Gaye? Phenomenal music, Libby. Phenomenal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Libby Calgill, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, docu-series Babies. Now, I have to ask you a question because Libby Calgill is a power lifter and a CrossFit instructor. Uh, I got to tell you, I I was not anymore, but I was a a power lifter when I was a younger guy. But I saw something a couple of days ago I've never seen before. There was a woman in the gym, and Uh she was about 5'2", and very good shape. And she's probably 20 seven, 28 years old, something like that. And without even blinking, she military pressed 135 pounds 
I had kind of peed my pants a little bit. I've never seen a woman military press that much in my life. That's a lot of weight, Libby. That's heavy. That's heavy. <laughs> oh, listen to you. Listen to you. About that size. So, so, yeah, so. right. I mean, you know, I've never done 135, so no doubt that is that is a big lift. That's 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 pretty pretty substantial. So, how much do you think you get military press, Libby? Ooh, 115 or so, I'd say. Okay, big shot. See, here you go. She's still doing a buck fifteen. I'm proud of you, Libby. That's a lot of weight. I'm, I'm going to do a buck fifteen. I'm, I'm better with my lower body. I, I, I could squat about two eighty and deadlift around yeah, three hundred thirty pounds or so. So, for for a little person, that doesn't suck. Why don't you t- remind me to never make you angry? What about that? That'd be good. <laughs> Tell my students. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'll tell your student, ladies and gentlemen. In her spare time, Libby is a power lifter and a CrossFit instructor. As uh, she is interested in all expa- uh, aspects of exercise, nutrition, and health. So what, what's Babies all about? Oh gosh, Babies is a series that basically goes through all the major uh, sort of developmental milestones of a kid's life. Right, so starting with things like uh, cognitive milestones. We deal with language. We deal with calling. Uh, the particular episode that I'm a part of deals with uh, when kids start to walk um, and what that does to the body and what that does to the skeleton. Oh. That sounds really, really fascinating, interesting. Growing up, her family collected animal skulls. She never found them creepy. Instead, they instilled in her a passion for understanding how the human body is structured. Everything clicked for her at the university, where she realized she could study human development by investigating bones. Yeah, I mean, it is fascinating. Why did human beings develop the way they developed? Is that a great interest of yours, why we are who we are? Well, it relates to bones. It's that everything that you do um, as a human being um, is reflected in your body, right? So your bones are basically just like your muscles. You go to the gym, you lift weights, your muscles get stronger, but... Basically, if you're a couch potato all the time, your bones get really weak. Uh, so your bones basically mm. do the exact same thing that your muscles do. Did we all have we always known that, Libby, or is that something uh, recent that we've discovered? I, I, I suppose they speculated, but they know for sure now that it is true. Your bones do get weaker unless you use them, right? Move around. Yep, totally true. Uh, we've actually known that for a really long time, a uh, hundred years. Oh, good. There's a, a really? Yeah. <laughs> You know, experiments actually law. demonstrating it has been happening for a long time. God, that, I, I just find that stuff so fascinating, how humans have developed. Obviously, humans in the last hundred years have gotten to be, what, like three, four inches taller, in some cases a lot taller than that, but the average human being, isn't it, the average human being in the last hundred years like three or four inches taller than they were a hundred years ago? Yeah, totally. A lot of nutrition. Um, I was actually just yeah. in New York... Um, a while ago, and they had an exhibit on medieval armor, um, and there was this big, beautiful set of armor there, and they called him the Giant. Uh, he was five three. I do remember going to London and seeing like the King's Tub or something like that. And even at the age of, I was probably thirteen at the time. There was no way I could have fit in that thing. Mm-hmm. The King's Tub was a bucket, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> King's Tub was a bucket. I can understand that. Yeah, I, uh, 
it just amazes me, Libby, how things have changed since I was, I'm probably a couple years older than you or a couple years older than your grandfather. But in any case, it's been, well, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. When I was, uh, when I was a teenager, when I was 18, 19 years old, the world bench press record for men was, I believe, about 405 or 410, something like that. I believe that's what okay, it was back okay. then, if I, if I remember correctly. But it's about 410, 420, something like that. Uh, now, this is the, and I don't like jacket-assisted bench presses. That, that benching jacket, I'm not a big fan of right. that because it's not really lifting. It, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But with it, It's a matter of who what? can afford the best jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly It's a matter right. of who can afford no. the best jacket. Yeah, no, that's exa- exactly right. So I, but I, ha- I had a friend who at one time held the bench press record, and it was, again, 30 years ago or something like that, even more, 35 years ago. He held the record for a short time at 720. I remember that. But now with the, with the jacket assist, the bench press record in the world now is 1150. Jeez. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> you, you, why don't you just pick up a car and carry it around right. with you? No, that was jacket yeah, assisted. I yeah, think without the jacket, crazy. it's still right around eight hundred. I think it is. It's just short of yeah. eight hundred. Yeah, it's seven seventy. Seven seventy. There you go. Man, that's a lot of weight. I'd love to get so, a hold of those people's bones. Well, yeah, yeah you should. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. You, you, <laughs> you should look at their bones. So, how did you get involved in Netflix, the, the series uh, Babies? How did, is, is it your show? Did you? How did you get involved in it? I didn't, you know, I got, so I was involved previously, so my other area of research is I actually study Neanderthals, uh, which all kind of dovetails together in an interesting way, uh, but I was on a documentary, a PBS documentary about Neanderthals, yep. and I think they just saw me on there, realized that I was okay at talking to the public, which apparently is sort of a rare skill set for an academic, um, and scooped me up. Um, so I think, I think they saw me through my kind of other public appearances. Well, we'll and see. they just That's called me up point. and uh, asked me if I wanted to do this thing. He said, Libby, who's better than you? Is that what they said? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank no. God. That's no, they saying. did not. <laughs> no, they did not. I, no, they were God. awesome. They came out and they, they stayed with me for, for three days and basically filmed my entire life, uh, which is really interesting for a scientist because you get to you know really figure out how how scientific information conveyed to the public. Um, so I did a lot of things where they were like, all right, look out the window and think about science, right? <laughs> like, looking yeah. scientific and contemplative. Uh, they were they were really, really good at what they did. I, so, I mean, I, I don't want to get to the, the big question I have for you is where are we headed now, your study of bones and rest of it. I do, but I don't want to ask that question. We've got about six minutes left, and I want to wait to the end to ask that question. So I, I just... Um, okay, because okay. Your, your fascination with bones, I think, is wonderful, because a lot of people don't know that, that if you don't keep yourself in shape, your bones are going to get very weak, and that's why they break. You break a bone at a certain age, you've got yep. major, major problems. So you need to you need to move around. Exactly. There's no no doubt about that. Yep. But uh, what, have totally. you, what have you... What's the most I mean, fascinating there's, there's, there's thing about... The, the life ramifications of... Uh, your bones being shaped by exercise. You know, they tell you all the time that you have to be load-bearing exercises in order to avoid things like osteoporosis. You know, grandma, grandma breaks mm. the hip because she wasn't squatting long enough, you know? 
<laughs> yes, I'm sure that's what it was. There's no question about that. What, is, is there one thing about the human bone that, that really fascinates That's something you didn't know that you have learned uh, that fascinates you? Everybody has different sized arms. That one always amazes me, right? Uh, you so your one arm, the arm that you, whatever your arm is dominant, like usually your right arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're right-handed, your right arm is 15 bigger. Um, and that's 15, just because really? you use it all the time, mm-hmm. right? So if you actually go in and measure the thickness of the bone in your right arm, it's going to be bigger than the left arm. Huh. If you're a tennis player, really? it's something like 50, 50% bigger, right? Uh, but just for, like, sure. regular regular people, just from picking up the pencil, from eating with that arm, um, it ends up 15% bigger than the other side. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up, and I'm glad you did bring that up, because I remember back in the day doing dumbbell, uh, you know, curls with people, not barbell curls, but dumbbell curls with people, they would they would have the exact same weight in their right hand as they have in their left hand, which worked out. But that left arm sometimes at the very at the very peak would uh-huh. fail yeah. miserably. It would fail miserably, and yep. it was really interesting to watch. It really was totally totally. That's what why. people should always do. You know, I rec- I recommend a lot of dumbbell exercises, even if you're just working with a barbell. You're dominant. Right? And you'll actually not get the balance that you need in terms of a workout. Right. No, I think it is. I think it's a fascinating, fascinating situation. So, okay, so is there something new and exciting you see for human beings? The human beings are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm assuming. Do you think that's true, Libby? No, actually, I don't think that's true. Right? We're gonna we're gonna reach oh, our genetic good. potential. Right. So eventually, okay. what well, our diets will be good enough to get us to the height that is our genetic potential. Um, and unfortunately, what's going to happen, for the most part, um, is our bones unless are just going to get weaker and weaker, right? We have uh, more sedentism. We don't go out. We don't exercise, right? And that affects your heart and your lungs and your muscles, but also it's going to lead to downstream effects like people getting more fractures, uh, people breaking their bones more often. Really? God, that's an amazing. That's not an amazing terribly story. optimistic, I, right? But <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, really, it's, that's not good news. <laughs> but, you know, it all <laughs> Libby, have you uh, have you done any research on like uh, football players or wrestlers or anybody? You know, like the the way they've gotten bigger as far as what's happened with their bones. You know, I haven't, but that research has been done by colleagues of mine, right? So, for specific specific research on how different types of exercise affect your bone is really important. Like, we know that things like swimming are really, really good for your heart. They don't do anything for your bones. Huh. Uh, they do very, very little because mm-hmm. you're, you're in an, a, a, an environment with no gravity. So your heart is pumping. But you actually need mm. your body weight pressing down on your bones in order to improve them, right? So something like swimming really doesn't do much, whereas something like running... Even though you're not using a whole lot of weight, you're not using a dumbbell, or you're not using a barbell, that actually helps because your bones are smacking the ground um, and they're supporting your body weight, right? Um, so, yeah, totally different types of exercise actually impact your body differently. 
I think it's terrific. Ladies and gentlemen, the show is on Netflix. It's called Babies, B-A-B-I-E-S. Yes, Babies, on Netflix. Libby Cogill, thank you so much for it. You do a great interview, Libby. you got a lot of enthusiasm. I appreciate that. Oh, thanks. Glad to be here. It's true. Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Libby. Thank you. Bye. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. What sucks when it snows? Uh, driving down to Iowa. The Ames. Yeah. You know, I wanted to drive down to a warmer weather, not snow. Oh, right. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. A little news, a little information. What were you guys just talking about off the air? Uh, we were uh, talking about trade. The Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins just got traded to the Cardinals for uh, David Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Why? It's a, that's, that's what we're trying to figure out. <laughs> yep. In a passing oh, you were league, thinking of the same uh, thing? In a passing league, like, you trade the, probably one of the best wide receivers in the league for an uh, old running back. Yep. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Nope. Yeah. No, I would agree. And I don't know why the Cardinals, because the Cardinals aren't that good. No, so. it's not like they're trying to make a move to win this year. Right. So. I would agree, but uh, hey, listen, why people do the things they do, I will never understand. When when are we going to see the baseball season? Does anybody know? Uh, the, the hope, or what I've heard is start of June. That's what I've heard. Really? Yep. Jeez. Yep. And, still, and then they're going to much shorten season? No, they apparently you're going to still try to do 162. They're going to do double what? headers. And stuff. Yeah. They go back to the oh, days of double headers. Oh, Those are the greatest. Oh, my God. Let's play two. They are indeed. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, I, I don't know. The players, the players aren't going to go along with that. Playing two games a, a, a day for, it's not that and they're going to have to do it like three days a week. <laughs> Standing out in the sunshine for a couple hours, you'll be all right. <laughs> I'm listening, yeah, you baseball okay. players are soft. Yeah. They'll get over it. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to argue. And you're getting paid hard to argue. Like point. A, $3 million an inning, like you'll, yeah. you can make it work. But we're still waiting on whether <laughs> WrestleMania gets called. That's the, that's what the world is waiting for. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> that's, that's really sad if that's true. But, yeah, what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? So, I don't know. It's, it's just it's so weird because... And why did the Gophers... What do we do? Yeah. Uh, Seriously. I just don't understand. What do we do? Because we're in a situation right now where... Why did we... uh, I don't know. Resign little little P? Yeah. Yep. I just don't get it. Why? Uh, He has done nothing. He's been outcoached almost every game. Richard Pitino has been outcoached every game he's ever coached. That's very possible. I just I don't understand when it is that, that we're going to wake up in Minnesota and real. Although I heard that uh, what's his name Doyle the, is he the athletic director? Isn't it Croyle? Mark Doyle? Isn't that his name? Is it, is it Doyle or I think it's Croyle or Coyle? Yeah, I think it's Coyle. Yeah, it Coyle. Yeah, something like that. Whatever the hell it is, but in any case, from from what I understand, you don't want to mess with with Rick Pitino. Not Richard, but Rick, his that's dad, who now true. is coaching again, yeah. Yeah, by the way. Probably true. But he's kind of like a mafia leader in, in the NBA. <laughs> wow. and, well, in college basketball, not the NBA. But in college basketball, I guess you do not want to mess with Rick Pitino in college basketball. Yeah. I can well, he's see back, that. so that kind of shows you. Yeah. Um, he's back coaching, so it kind of shows you he's got a lot of power. Lots and lots of power, I would think. So I don't know, man. Could be a little frightening, don't you think? I wish he had taught his kid how to coach, though. Right. Uh, Mark Coyle. That's yeah. Mark Coyle. Yeah, there we go. That's who it is. Mark Coyle. There you yeah. go. So it is not not, not Mark, Mark Weinstein or, or <laughs> Mark Weinstein, one of the brothers. Or, of Mark or Weinstein. Mark Hader. <laughs> oh God, unbelievable! Oh, it all works out in the end, right? So I I don't know. We'll, we'll, but yeah, I was kind of shocked by that. That Rick Pitino still has that much power in college basketball that he gets rehired. I mean, he's a sleaze bag. Yeah, well, but yeah. It's, but it's in the it's in the uh, a league where there are other ones. I mean, you got Kentucky's yeah. coach. You got yeah, for every well, for everyone they catch, there's you know yeah. a plethora of others that get away with. I, the it. shark yeah. was a coach in the NCAA. He'd <laughs> still be a coach if he is alive. You know. God, isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, is there a sport they don't cheat in now? They sport yeah. they pretty much cheat in every sport, don't they? Baseball, huge cheating scandal in the I past know. season. Yeah. College basketball, there's always a cheating scandal. The NBA, they don't care if you cheat. They just, you know, it's the last two minutes of every game they give a rat's ass about the rest of it. They don't even care. But that is another reason why you got to be concerned about the Gophers. They weren't even able to win when they cheated. So. I know. They couldn't even right. win when they yeah, cheated. At least do it like the Astros where you're going to win a championship while cheating. Yep. Make it worth it. Yep. I guess. Uh, yeah, that whole thing doesn't make any damn sense to me. i got to be very, very honest with you. Just Is there cheating in everything? Not just sports, but do people just cheat no. across the board? There's probably yeah. a group of people that always do. No yeah, I think what. anything you can do to 
get a leg up and advance yourself in, in life, I think people are going to try and, and do and cheat and get ahead however they can. You know, because he's got a lot of money and could probably sue me into oblivion, I won't mention who it is, but I read an article about a guy, and he was talking at length about how people should not cheat to get ahead. Okay. Right? From what I understand, I don't have, I didn't see the numbers, but from what I understand, because of him, they changed the way the New York Times bestseller list is set up. Wow, yeah. Because apparently he tried, he bought tons of his own books to get it on the bestseller list. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And he's telling us we should not cheat at what we do in life. Mm Mm-hmm. So is that why there's the focus, Andy? I'm going to talk about cheating because I'm guilty of it. Basic prediction, yep. Yep. God, that's so dis- I read that and went, are you bullshitting me? You really are <laughs> preaching to us about not cheating? My, really? My favorite cheating, though, is the guy, uh, the, the book guy who came on that was talking about how Trump has all the club championships. He plays the first oh, round yeah. at every, ter- every course he builds. And he calls that the club championship, so he has a club championship it is. everywhere. Oh club gosh. championship. I won it. <laughs> That's a good guy. Shot 102, won the club right. championship. It was unbelievable. Was a wild event. Oh, that's hilarious. You know, you know it's kind of weird because he actually does have a very nice uh, golf swing. I don't know if he can play worth a rat's ass, but he's got a nice golf swing that, I, that I've seen anyway. So I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I, I saw, does he... Does he constantly? Now that wouldn't be cheating. He just is the co- the club champion because he's the only one that's played the golf course. Isn't that amazing? It's a parade that around like yeah, well you're not club champion. No big deal. When the inaugural. Don't event. worry about my. So. I'm very very cool. It all works out in the end. And he's no leader of you know, South Korea. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. 18. No, that's North Korea. Oh, North Korea. That was North right. Korea, baby. That's right. Yeah, he shot at 18, had 18 holes in one. Jeez. Then he gave of a the, day for me. Gave the sport up. It was too easy. Yeah, it wasn't a challenge. <laughs> it's not easy to make a hole in one from 600 yards from the tee. That's <laughs> not easy to do, man. Yeah. I yeah, people. Uh, why do you think it is in the human brain that you have to impress upon people how wonderful you are, even though you know you're not? Yeah. Why does that matter to you? Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you the reason I'm asking that question, because about five years ago I played in a golf tournament at Golden yeah. Valley Country Club with my friend Peter Jordan. Okay. If I had played to my handicap, we would have won the tournament. But I didn't play to my handicap, so we didn't win the tournament. We came in third. And me talking about that on the air pissed people off like you wouldn't. They got mad as hell at me for talking about that. Why? And I thought, I, because you don't, want, you don't want to admit that you didn't do your end of it. What the hell's the matter with you? You can't go on the air and admit that you failed. Why not? Yeah. The best golf stories are the golf stories of bad golf. Because they'll be like, yeah. unless you're a professional golfer, no one wants to hear about like, oh, I played so well today. Like, just yeah. if you're bad, like don't you don't need a handicap. Like I shot a, it took me 16 hacks at this golf ball to get it into the hole today. Like that's that's whatever. Just be honest. With well, wait, who are you trying to impress? I I think like on, I know on each week or each day on the PGA tour, they the shot of the day should be a guy coming out of the rough for a guy. Yeah. I mean, getting it from a nice, nice yeah, fairway yeah. onto a nice green with your perfect pitch. It's like that's not the shot of the day. Yeah. <laughs> 
worst thing about that is I'm playing golf with Rocco Mediate once. And I hit my drive, and it was a decent drive. It was like 240, no big deal. Not long, not short. 240, though, it, uh, I was very happy with it. So Rocco hits his drive, and he's about 30 yards past me. Nice. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, I said to him, God, man, you blew that thing right by me. That's a great drive. And he goes, I got some bad news for you. Rory McIlroy would be 50 yep. to 60 yards yep. past me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, great. No. So you, you drive one, but uh, the 240 and their guys out there are going to drive at 100 yards past you. They hit it 330, 340 now. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, golfers, I have, a, I have a friend of mine that I went to high school with that's a professional golfer. And like growing up, like the greatest golfer I've ever seen, Like I'm like, oh, you make every – I'm like, I'm a good athlete, but you make me look like I shouldn't even, don't even belong doing anything athletically. And uh, he golfed with Phil Mickelson. He's like, yeah, it's – He's like, it's a whole. He's like, you think I'm good? Yep. Like, these guys are just absolutely freaks in nature. They are. Of course. Well, that's why you wonder, you know, for Tiger to come back and not be able to do what he used to do. Mm-hmm. That must be like, yeah. it's like Lenny and, you know, Flowers of Algernon. You know, yeah. you just like go crazy, you know? So. God, what a great movie that was. Flowers that was, for Al- Algernon. That was a long time ago now, man. Yep. But. I don't know. Oh, did you see what they did with the Supreme Court, by the way? Speaking yep, to lawyer they, they Michael Bryant. It. Yeah, they're not going to take any oral arguments for a while. Hmm. Yep, they well, shut her down. We don't want anybody near Ruth at all. We want Ruth in a paper bag no, or a plastic bag right now. That's true. <laughs> at least, God, what is she down to now, until, like 65 pounds? At least until November. I want her in nice, safe bags. So. Oh, that's nice, at least until November. <laughs> yeah. You making predictions here, are you? Well, I think everybody's going to die, so I don't think that that's a prediction. You so know? you think so? so? Just everybody's <laughs> going to just get wiped out? Yeah. Um, it is pretty amazing when you think, because well, Trump is, what, 76, yeah, 75? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's about 75, 76, and he's a few years younger than the other two. Right. Yeah. Like free. All you do is bitch about old white men, and all you ever do is put old white men up for the, for, uh, the presidency other than Barack Obama. That's well, it. Hillary right. wasn't an old white man. Yeah, how far did she get? Well, I'm just you know, saying, you know, we put people up that are not old white men, and Barack Obama was, was far from an old white man. <laughs> well, he's half white man. So... So, yeah. I mean, that that's what I love about that fact. All they ever talked about was the fact that Barack Obama is black. Well, Barack Obama is mixed race. Mm-hmm. He's not just black. He's black and white. Should, but they never talked about the honky part of him. We should go back to, like, Grover Cleveland or Taft and come back with a big, giant president. <laughs> yes. Get Taft out there at about 380 pounds. They had to put a new tub in the White House because he didn't fit in it. Yep. <laughs> that's a true story. They had to put a new tub in because he didn't fit in the tub. Mm-hmm. It's going to make her kind of difficult. All right, we'll take a break here. Be back. Got a special guest coming up next with the family. So Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Losing weight is tough. Sometimes you fall off the wagon for months. Sometimes you tell yourself you're going to start fresh on Monday, and by Wednesday you've already fallen back off, and sometimes you have to start 
a hundred times. But it'll be okay because you can do this one day at a time with help from my friends at Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss powered by Nutramost. With their help, I lost 41 pounds, another 42 pounds in each of my first two 40-day programs. Summer will be here before you know it, so start now to look great and feel even better. Lose 20 to 40 pounds or more with help from my friends. Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss powered by Nutramost. Due to the tremendous success of their clients, they now have three locations in Plymouth, Edina, and now in Woodbury. Start today by scheduling an immediate consultation. Call Ultimate Weight Loss powered by Nutramost, 763-333-7337. 763-333-7337. Or go to www.ultimatewl.com. That's ultimatewl.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the family. Michael Bryan had to duck out. Is that what I heard? Yes, he yep. did. Didn't even say goodbye to me. Say goodbye to you guys. I said zippity dude out of me. I'm very upset. You know what I mean? He's a, he's an what are you going to do? Yes, he is. Very important guy. Ladies and gentlemen, NCAA March Madness basketball games we played without fans. Kate Delaney, our special guest. Hello, Kate. How are you? I'm great. How are you all doing up there? It sounds like uh, you're having fun in the studio. Yeah, we're having a good time, no doubt about it. It's kind of, it's a tough position for the NCAA to be in because obviously a lot of sports are delaying for a couple of months. Some are not, some are not even going to play their season at all this year. When you have young men and young women about to play basketball, a lot of them for the last uh, time in their college career, you got to put the games on, but there will be no fans, Kate. Is that right? No, you know what I heard is not that there would be no fans. That it's I just talked to someone from the office that it's canceled. It's done. Yeah, I think it's yeah, out. Yeah, There's the, no tournament. Oh, There's nothing. Yeah, God, Kate, see no. Yep. See, this is what I'm saying. There, there are some young people, 21, 22 years old, that are never going to get the chance to play yeah. in the NCAA March Madness. Oh God, that's they, terrible. They really need to extend their uh, eligibility and have them the players be able to come back for essentially like a fifth season or another year next year. Yeah, maybe. What do you think, Kate? What What do you think the answer is here? Well, there's no conversation about that. It's just done. It. I think it was. Yeah. Um, it was last Friday. They just decided they were going to play. You were right about that. Then that was the story that circulated. They were going to play with without the fans. Then once they decided, they saw the NBA suspended the season, and the rest of the sports world went down. I think the pressure was. You know we can't do this, and especially with the co- the conversation about the virus and social distancing and everything else. So the the thought being that um, it's terrible. It's uh, a chance where some, especially some of the guys, would have possibly gone higher in the draft. They would have gotten a lot of looks. Right. Who knows what kind of right. Cinderella teams there would have been? So I think they get ripped off. But they're not going to do anything to to change eligibility, at least not right now. I just talked to someone um, the other day about that. They're not, they're not changing anything with what they're doing other than to say March Madness is done, billions is lost, uh, that's it, that's the end of the road. How are they ever going to make up this, this, this money that they're about to lose with baseball in, uh, in college, with basketball, football. I mean, it, it depends on how long this thing goes on. You know, the, the NFL right now is just moving on with everything because the season is, well, even the preseason is a few months away still, or more than that, actually. 
But, oh, one thing I should mention, by the way, Kate, Kate Delaney with us, also known as the sports princess. My wife will be very fascinated to hear there's another princess out there. Now, she's not the sports princess, but <laughs> knowing there's another princess out there is really going to make her happy. <laughs> we'll tell her she can borrow my crown anytime she wants it. <laughs> there you go. Kate Delaney, also known as the Sports Princess, uh, the author of the new book, Deal Your Own Destiny. Uh, okay, so I can ask you any sports-related question. Is that correct? Sure. Okay, you're going to have to answer this for me because I, I can't understand it. Why on earth did the Vikings sign Kirk Cousins to a three-year contract, two-year extension? Why would they do that? <laughs> You know, when it comes to the quarterback slot, I sometimes am just boggled by the decisions that the Vikings make. And I know Mike Zimmer. I used to cover the Cowboys when he was there as the defensive oh, yeah. coordinator. And I think he's made um, an incredible difference to what's happened with the Vikings. But if you're going to get there and get over that next hump, you got. We all know this: the glue is the quarterback, no matter what. And I wouldn't. Have, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have extended that. I, I think I would have looked around, and there's some, some better arms out there I would have gone after. Yeah, Kate, I mean, and I understand his deal is $100 million for three yeah. years. Oh, God, what are we doing? Um, here's, do you think there's any chance, because I've, I've heard rumblings, because Shanahan's love the guy, do you think they signed him just so they could trade him for Garoppolo? Wow, that would be... Uh... That would be incredible if that happened because I think there's way more upside to Garoppolo. And That's what I think. I would take that deal. In a second, I would make that move. I really, really would. And I've heard that about Shanahan and how he feels about Cousins. But I, yeah. I have, I've got good ties with San Francisco. I was just on a big station there, and I, I have not heard that. I've, I've, you know, there's one kinds of rumors, but I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I know that the Shanahan's really, really like Kirk Cousins and Garoppolo. I I agree with you. He has a huge upside. He did not have a good year uh, in the Super Bowl. Did not have a good game, I guess. Uh, but even in the playoffs, he was a little shaky in the playoffs. But I don't know. I, I, I guess there are a lot of things that go on in sports, Kate, that I don't understand. And being a... Uh, a lifelong Minnesotan. I'm, I'm an NFL fan. I'm the Minnesota Viking fan. They've never won the Super Bowl. Haven't even been in the Super Bowl now since 1977. So, you know, 53 years, or 43 years, excuse me, 43 years out even being in the Super Bowl and never having won one. Uh, Minnesota North Stars, this is a state of hockey. North Stars never won uh, the Stanley Cup. The Wild have never won the Stanley Cup. What the hell are we doing wrong, Kate? What do we got going here? <laughs> I love Minnesota. I have a lot of friends in Minnesota. I'm a speaker, too. I'm either behind the mic doing my radio show on CBS or, or another radio show I have where I like to say I'm on a stage, and I've been lucky to speak to a lot of Minnesotans, and I really do love Minnesota. But you're becoming the hard luck team now in all these different leagues. It used to be Philadelphia for a while, and it seems like that trait you know, played yeah. for a while. It was Boston with just the Red Sox. And I'm a huge hockey lover. My uncle played pro hockey for the Flyers, so I was around hockey a lot. Oh. And know one of your former North Stars real well, um, Mike Madonna, when they moved, you know, oh, to sure. the Stars. I, you know, and I, I can't explain it. It's, it's, it is personnel moves. It's about the team. It's about that collaboration. 
even when you get these great superstars, you have to have that team mentality, the right coach in place. And we know this. You only get so many chances. So, for example, you said it, you know, with the Vikings, the Vikings have had chances. And for goodness sake, when they lost to uh, Philadelphia a couple of years ago in the NFC Championship game, that was a big chance for them. I really thought that could have been their big year. Their surprise, yep. what I call their surprise year. Like, hey, don't count us out. And, and man, that didn't happen. And that was the moment. You get those moments. And when you miss those moments, sometimes mm-hmm. they don't cycle back for a while. No, I tell you, the only the I've I've been to one Stanley Cup uh, game in my life. That was back when they were the North Stars, uh, and they uh, they had a series. God, I can't remember who the hell they played back then. That's how long ago. I just uh, by coincidence, Kate. I just had dinner with Louis Nanny, of course, a general manager, great uh, NHL player himself with the North Stars, uh, played at the yeah. University of Minnesota. But Louis, uh, we had dinner with Louis. It was you know it's really funny about that. Louis is seventy eight years old now. And he said, you know, Tom, what's unbelievable about this whole thing is when I look back 38 years ago, I said, Louie, that was 48 years ago. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it wasn't. I said, yeah, it was. <clears throat> yeah, it was, Louie. But, yeah, I just had, uh, you know, he, he has nothing but good things to say about the NHL. He still is on the board, uh, uh, the NHL, doing a great job for them. But, but we talked about that at dinner on Friday night and just said, you know, what is it? Uh, because the last time Minnesota won an NBA championship was with the Minneapolis Lakers. Not the everybody thinks it was the Minnesota Lakers. It was not. It was the Minneapolis Lakers, which then uh, moved out to Los Angeles. They won a couple of NBA championships back in the fifties. That's how long ago that was. The North Stars or and the Wild never have. The Vikings never have. And the Twins. Uh, I have a daughter who's thirty-one years old. And she said, you know, Dad, it's kind of sad that the Twins have never won the World Series. I said, what are you talking about? We had 87 and 91. She goes, yeah, 91. I was a year old. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's been a tough road to hoe, Kate. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah, no kidding. The great Kirby Puckett. He just made me think of Kirby Puckett. Oh, yeah, Kirby. Kirby Puckett when he was alive, and he was so funny. He's such a great treasure in, in Minnesota sports history. Boy, he was incredible on those teams that won the World Series. Oh, yeah, he was quite the player. There is a guy, honest to God, when the ball needed to be hit, Kirby Puckett got the hit every time. It was amazing to watch him. Oh, yeah, absolutely, I agree. Now, Kate, did you grow up in a family of, of uh, your, your mom and dad sports fans, your your, your dad and brothers? Who were the sports fans in yeah, your, your family? Yeah, I mentioned it briefly there that my, my uncle's name is Bernie Perron. He's yep. a goaltender for the Flyers okay. when they won back-to-back yep. Stanley Cup. So I grew up around sports through him. And also I, had two, I have two cousins that are in horse racing, and they're trainers. And mm. one of them, John Service, almost won the Triple Crown with a – horse named Smarty Jones, just missed by a nose at the Belmont, and so I I did grow up around sports, yes. Yeah, so that's cool, and you, did you play sports yourself? I did, I played, I played golf, um, some days I, I like to say I'm like the old Annika Sorenstam, and other days I have no idea, I look like I should be on a miniature golf tour, um, and I play tennis, <laughs> and I grew up playing both, yeah. 
So you uh, uh, that's terrific. I, I tell you what, honest to God. I, so, Holly, you've been doing your, your, your radio show for, God, 20 years? Is that right? Yeah, 20, 23 years, yeah. God, that's amazing. You know, because uh, I've been doing the same morning show in, in Minneapolis uh, for, this is my, I'm in my 35th year, and I remember when you first came on the radio, you know, I was, uh, but I can't, that was 23 years ago. Man, that's amazing, Kate. 23, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy how time flies, isn't it? Yeah, when you're having fun, like working in radio, because it's not really work. People need to understand. Anybody who claims they work in radio is lying because you don't really work in radio. You either love it and you talk and you have a great time, or you shouldn't be in the business anyway, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree because there's tough sides. I, I think it's the best um, business to work in, and it's the worst business otherwise because, you know, so many things that happen yes. with consolidation and other things we all have to deal with. But I love it. It's, I mean, I was hooked. And when you're hooked, it's so tough. I mean, I see people, producers and talent and other people that'll complain and then they leave and they desperately want to get back but they can't get back in because yeah. there's not a lot of opportunity no there's not it's very very true it's going to be pretty interesting as time goes by no doubt so no ncaa season that's men and women and no ncaa playoff season in any case um march madness will not be happening for men or women in the ncaa uh, baseball, they say, might come around June 1st, and then they're going to play a lot of double headers, which are fun to go to, but I don't know if the players are going to love that. No word yet on the NFL, but um, and then the NBA. I, I don't even know. I used to be a huge Celtics fan back in the Kevin McHale, because uh, he's a Minnesota kid. Kevin McHale played at the University of Minnesota, and then went to play with Larry Bird and uh, Bill Russell and all the greats that played with the Celtics, but I, the NBA doesn't really interest me anymore, Kate. Is that is that my mistake? You know, here's what I think about the NBA. The NBA is great in the last five minutes in a tight game. Otherwise, it's a snore yeah. fest. I agree mm-hmm. with you. I'm not there yeah. on the NBA anymore either. And I don't know if it's kind of, it's just all about too many superstars and um, it's not the kind of basketball we used to see or is it just me. But uh, that's where it's exciting. It's exciting at the very yep. tail end of a closed game. But the rest of it is just um, too much of a time investment to me, and so I'm not excited mm-hmm. by it either. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. And and by the way, I, I want to thank you for not mentioning college basketball because Richard Patino is driving me insane. So thanks for not mentioning that. I appreciate it. <laughs> now we just signed a new there extension. <laughs> we just we just signed him to an extension. So we're that's how smart we are, Kate. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's true. Kate, you need to come back and talk sports with me. I love talking sports with you. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. So I do appreciate your time today. It was wonderful having you on. Anytime, Tom. I'm, I'm here for you. Just call me up. Thanks a lot. Kate Delaney, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, Deal Your Own Destiny is the name of the book. Kate Delaney, also known as the Sports Princess. Deal Your Own Destiny, the name of the book. It's available on Amazon, unlike toilet paper. Right? Right, unlike and a lot of things, you pay yeah, you pay a lot less for the book than you, do for <laughs> you pay, pay a lot there less exactly. All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.